This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. Hi, I'm Jamie. What it is, is it today? It is Tuesday. That's right, because we've been November doing Tuesdays 3rd. now. And it is election day. And let me tell you how I got to the polls today, my polling place. I didn't even go yet. I got to go tonight. 7.20 this morning and did, did not get to work until 9.30. Yeah, they said they were really and long. at least if you vote at, like, Christiana, they keep you inside and, like, all the other schools. But not, yeah. not where I voted. Hudson's, they were like, you stay outside. So oh. we stood outside and froze for two hours in line to vote for three minutes. Oh, shit. I was thinking of standing in there and taking my sweet time, but then I kept remembering there's poor all those people out there freezing. <laughs> You're like, I just want to warm up for a little while first. Oh, oh my God. A lot of people are talking about the long lines. I've had a couple people, they actually did, um, where they drove by and could show like the line, like down the street, like from uh-huh. where they were. So you could see like, it was like a mile long line. Yeah. And then, well, Beth was like, oh, I just bought green and voted and walked right back out. And everybody else was like, fuck you. I didn't get right? to do that at all. Like, and how dare you? My neighbor called me and she was like, hey, sweetie, did you go vote? And I was like, yeah, I voted. And she was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I stood in line for two hours. And she was like, oh, I was in and out in 30 minutes. Well, you know what? <laughs> well, good for freaking you. <laughs> you know what? I have this, this is the one thing I have to say about these two assholes that we have no choice. Like, mm-hmm. they're both assholes. Let's, let's just fact well, Don't say facts. that because Sharon's going to say, we have another choice. It's Jorgensen. Right. And if I would have believed that my vote would have counted towards her, then I would have voted for Jorgensen. But I didn't. Right. Um, but the one thing I can say about this election is voter turnout is fucking phenomenal. It is. Well, because they bombard you with it. Right. You can't I mean, even, I'm like, I told Facebook four times today I voted. I and know. it's still like, did you vote? Did you vote? Did you vote? Shut did up. Did you come to your poll place? Do you need a ride? Do you need a vote? They called me yesterday. This? The Democratic Party called me yesterday and was like, we're just calling. And I was like, I know where to vote. And then this girl's walking by, and she's like, just a little voter information. They say, hand me this card. And the whole card is a Democratic card. Like, it's got Biden, Kamala Harris, uh, oh, really? all the people. And I'm like, this is voter information. Why aren't both sides of the ticket in here? This is not voter information. This is here, again, we want you to vote Democrat. I'm already a Democrat. Everybody knows yeah. that. You know, I, I vote Democrat. But Which I is funny because you were with Ron and he was a super right. Republican. And I mixed my ticket. Like, yeah. I didn't vote all blue. Right. I mixed my ticket because that's what most people do. I go yeah. for the candidate who has my same beliefs, who... Who speaks to you the most. Who speaks to me the most. And I didn't vote all blue. So. I didn't go yet. I didn't go out yet. Because I just thought maybe I'd go a little later. Because everybody was saying, like, the voter turnout and everything. And I'm like, Then oh, you got to think about it. You're going to get out there and all the people get just getting off work. I know. I got to go to Christina, though. But I Oh, told at her, least you're inside. Well, yeah. Well, no. We're going to Christina, and Bruce wants to go. So, he's got to take, um, you know, his daughter to get her teeth cleaned or whatever, and then we're supposed to go up and get in line together. Oh, okay. So, I told him we would go together. That's sweet. I stood in line by myself, and nobody laughed at my jokes because nobody I, was, lived I was talking to myself. Oh, I was talking worst. to the people in front of me, and I was freezing, and I was like, I hope at the end of it, there's a hayride. Because <laughs> that's what it felt like, like the line of Freyland. I was like, I hope at the end of this, there's a haunted hayride, and it's just you know playback reels of 2020. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> and the one girl behind me kind of chuckled, and the two guys in front of me were just like, "Ugh, I can't even be bothered." I was like, you. to be fair, it's 7:30 in the morning. Maybe you didn't have all your coffee yet. <laughs> oh my god! <coughs> well, you know, we've had a lot of news this week. We have. I mean, between being beat up with all the political crap yes. and just all the everything. I swear, this poor country is going to hell in a handbasket. We've also had a loss. Oh. It kills. Sean Connery. It kills my soul. It does. This is the one person that Jamie said she would still, what'd you say, you'd kiss his balls? I love. Would fondle his balls? You said something along those lines. I said I would lick his balls even though they probably <laughs> smell like a musty attic. <laughs> 
But must he and he was eighty years old. He was like ninety years old and still beat his wife. Apparently, and I don't Damn. care. Oh That's God. what they say. I don't believe it. Not for one second. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't be the man that I have in my head. But he wouldn't be doing that. I woke up on Halloween, and that was the first thing I saw in my news feed. And I was very sad. And I went downstairs and I sat down and I was reflecting. <laughs> were you reflecting? I was were reflecting because my soul hurt. <laughs> and Lori came down and she's like, Good morning. And I'm like, Sean Connery is dead. And she was like, What the fuck? And I was like, It had to happen eventually, right? Because he was 90. And I'm like, I swear to God, if Betty White doesn't make it through 2020. <gasps> Did anybody check on Betty White? Somebody Betty White is fine. Can somebody do a pulse check on Betty White? I feel like if something bad happened, they wouldn't even tell us with Betty White because it would be- everyone would riot at this point. Right. They wouldn't even know who was riding for what. What are you? Is it for police brutality? Betty White. It's for <laughs> Betty White, damn it. Betty White. <laughs> you know, like, she's a national treasure now. And since it's all done, we have nothing left. We so, don't have yeah. anything. Everything sucks here. We first, are here. First Bowie and now this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we lost a good one this week, and I'm sure everybody oh. heard about it. I mean, he was 80 and died surrounded by his loved ones in the motherfucking Bahamas. Yeah, if there's a way to go, that might be the way to do and it. And he died peacefully in his sleep. Yeah. He did. He, I know he did. You're like, I don't really know. For all you know, he probably collapsed in the front yard shit all over himself. No, they himself, said he died peacefully like, asleep, which I I think definitely happened. He was like, he got up to the pearly gates and they were like, hello. And he was like, hello. <laughs> I am Bond. James Bond. <laughs> and I am here. And they were like, come on in, pal. Come on in. Jamie will be here in a couple years, like 60 years. Lord is the big fan of yours. She's going to lick your balls. <laughs> still happen in, like, you know, spirit form. Oh, my God. If I could get to heaven and have 65-year-old Sean Connery, oh, my God, girl. <laughs> you just got better looking with age. Just, oh. You know what? Most men do. I think Him it's and really Sam shitty. Elliott. Oh, the Sam Elliott. Oh, my God. Did we talk about Sam Elliott? No. How <laughs> so, Sam Elliott did this endorsement. He did, like, a voiceover for a commercial for um, Joe Biden. Oh, did he really? He did. That's a little surprising. Right. Well, people, like, the Republicans are pissed. Like, really? they thought they, that he was one of their own. He was like, <laughs> they were like, wait a minute, not Sam Elliott. He's a cowboy. He's battle of Trump. <laughs> 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 Sam Elliott is like, I don't give a fuck what you people think. <laughs> like, it's that, they're like, oh, he needed money. He was like, no. I know. He was on the ranch. He was on the ranch, and that just went off last year. And yeah, and it was a hit. Fucking Sam Elliott, he's been in a lot of shit. I know. He don't need no he's money. He's not poor, people. He don't need no money. He Maybe he's just the Democrat. And I know that's hard for people to believe. It is a little, because you would just assume by right, looking at him. because he's, he's like a, a man's man. And he's he, like a Trumper. I mean, you would think he would be. But he's not. I wonder who else there's out there that we were like, oh my goodness, Lee. George Clooney told um, <laughs> Donald Trump to fuck off. Did he? Yes, because apparently George Clooney, he... Did something, and Donald Trump called him something elite, Hollywood elite, and and started, like, running off things about George Clooney. And George Clooney was like, hold up, sir. Wait a minute. <laughs> he was like, I was raised in Kentucky. He was like, I fucking sold women's shoes. I scraped, and I, I fucking fought to get where I am. And I give to charities. And he's a huge humanitarian. George Clooney's a huge humanitarian. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who the fuck are you calling you know, an elitist. Like he kind of is now, though. Well, he's Hollywood. Just because he scraped by before, he's living in France in a castle. Right. He's Hollywood like, royalty. Get the fuck out of here. He's Hollywood royalty, but he Trump, elitist. Trump attacked him personally about something. Yeah. And George Clooney was like, "Fuck you, pal." Yeah, I'm not listening to that. Yeah, I get it. He, was, but, like, he really is, though. He was think like, about I it. don't have a star on the Walk of Fame. Do you, Trump? Yes, you do. You have a star on Hollywood fucking Boulevard. I don't. I was like, why doesn't George Clooney have a star on Yeah, why doesn't he have one? That's weird. We need to get him one. I bet you we'll get one now. I bet you he will. We're like, we missed him. (laughs) I'm really surprised that he didn't get one. I know that Dolly Parton has one because I stand in her footprints and they're the same size as mine. Oh my God, really? We have the same size feet. (laughs) Clearly, you're you're her long lost something or other. And I have the same size hands as Harrison Ford. No. Which is weird because I have small hands. What? You have the same size of hair? What? 
Mm-hmm. Where'd you find that? Um, in Vegas, outside of Planet Hollywood. And he put his hands in I it? I put my hand, he put his hands on the, in the concrete, and he signed his name. And I was like, I have oh a picture, God. I have a picture of it somewhere, and I was like, why are my hands the same size as Harrison Ford? And I was like, look at me holding hands with Han Solo. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's the little He's things. He's got little tiny hands. It's the little things in life. No shit. Matthew McConaughey has T-Rex arms. That's why he always wears his sleeves rolled up to make the illusion that his long arms are longer. He has T-Rex arms too? Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody makes a joke that Jamie has T-Rex arms if you're ever, like, you know, starting to <laughs> listen to this uh, a little bit. We got, oh, we're in 30 countries now. Fuck yeah. 30, Lebanon. Believe Lebanon. I'm like, who the hell in Lebanon wants to hear from us at all? That's baloney. Yeah. <laughs> Lebanon. <laughs> yep, Lebanon. I just thought I'd mention that to you. There's, like, a couple other ones, but the Lebanon was the one that I was like, what? Yeah. Right? 30 countries we're in right now. I had a boyfriend who was Lebanese back in, um... The day. Back in the day. Back in the day in my eighth grade year. His name is Lennon. His name is Lennon. Lennon. Oh, yeah. And he, he might listen to this. I don't know. But I dated mm-hmm. him and he was Lebanese. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I just thought it was a little interesting. Quite I was like, dreamy. who the hell wants to listen to us? You know, it's so funny, too, because as I'm sitting here with you right now, I'm like, I don't hear how I sound so Valley Girl. I don't When I either. listen back, I'm like... Oh my god! Like, where did that come from? Like, I don't so hear that either. No, like even when we listen back, I don't hear it from you. You know, I do. I think it's just because I'm so I'm not critical of you. I'm critical of me. You just sound like Danielle. I know, but when I guess when I'm being critical of me, and I'm like, I really sound like a straight up Valley girl, and I say, or, or whatever, I yeah, sound I like a seven year old. You don't sound like a seven year old. You just sound like Jamie. <laughs> The other night at the puff for Halloween, this old lady kept coming up to me going, you have the cutest voice. Oh, oh my God. God, your voice is so cute. Are you serious? Yes. And I was like, thanks. You know what? I wanted to talk about something on this damn line. I can't remember what it was that I wanted to talk about. And I'm so annoyed like that I don't remember what that was. Oh, I wanted to put my Christmas tree early. I think that if you, oh my God, Scarlet. Today, I was cooking dinner, and I couldn't figure out where the fuck the goddamn Christmas music was coming from. She had every Alexa in the house playing fucking <laughs> Christmas music, and Kathy walks up, and I'm like, Alexa, Alexa, could you please shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, you know, this year has been so hard. We've had so much loss. Yeah, and I think, you know, if people want to put up their Christmas tree. I've never done it. And even last year, I put up a thing saying, all you people at Christmas, or I forget what it was. I said something along the lines of that. Like, you know, relax. Like, we didn't even get to, like, you know, Thanksgiving yet. But I was like, you know what? I'm having the worst time. I'm like, you know, just people that are close to me have had some cancer diagnoses. We've lost some people that we love this year. Other people got married, but it's just been a roller coaster. It's been so hard. The country's it's been, been an unrest. A shit, fucking year, man. Yes, like my stomach has just been so upset and, and just Christmas stressed. This is a time of joy. You know what it is? It's the twinkly lights that I love, and I love the tree lit up, and I love because like I put lights all over the place. It just makes me feel better. So I looked at Bruce and I was like, I want to put the Christmas tree, and he was like, uh, No, and I'm like, I want to put the Christmas tree. He's like, No. I'm like, I really want to put up the Christmas tree. He's like, okay, well, I'll go get the tree. Because, of course, he's not going to tell me no for real. Because he wants to make me happy. But he was just like, well, what's going on? I was like, it's just been so stressful. I was like, and Christmas makes me happy. Katie put up her tree, too. Yeah, I was like, I just want to do it. I'm like, I never do it. Usually, it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving that the tree goes up. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking myself that I, I might want to throw the Christmas tree up. I mean, I think Paco wants to get a real tree this year. I, I have a fake tree that I like. But uh-huh. I think that... We're probably going to wait because I feel like Paco wants a real tree this year. Mm. So, we'll Maybe see. Maybe you just put up your fake little one until you get a real one. But I thought it was interesting. There was a lot of people when I, I kind of put it up there and said, you know, I wanted to put up my Christmas tree earlier. And people were like, no. No, 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 no. And then people were like, do what you want, girl. Do you. Yeah, I don't understand people that are like, let's have Thanksgiving for us. Who the fuck are you to tell anybody how to live their holidays? Well, I thought it was like Nate. The guy that we used to talk about all the time, I and mean, he actually still listens to our podcast. So, hi, Nate. Hi, Nate. Um, he was said he put up a thing saying, if you put up your Christmas tree now, do not put up a plate of your thanks. Don't put up your Thanksgiving dinner plate. Oh no, You're I'm gonna out. put. I'm gonna put a picture of me sitting in front of my Christmas tree with my Thanksgiving dinner plate, Nate. I know. I was like, I will do whatever I motherfucking want. <laughs> I was like, I will put up my goddamn 
Christmas tree and you ain't going to say shit about it. But I thought it was kind of interesting and I want to know what people's thoughts were. So, um, you know, if it makes you feel better, don't you think you should put it up? Or do you think, eh, come on, like it just kind of ruins Christmas. Do you I don't need know. a feel-good story? I, you know what? Could we have a feel-good story? I have one. It'd be good. So this is for from uh, WLKY. So I'm guessing something in Kentucky. Okay. Okay, so he says, I'm your dad forever. Oh. Single foster dad adopts five siblings so they can stay together. I know, and it was look at that. Family. Yes, they are so cute. They got like little, like gorgeous little gowns on. The girls yep, do, and the boys the have little suits on. So it says Robert Carter, a single foster dad, officially became a father of five on Friday. Carter adopted siblings Mary, Mariana, Michaela, Robert, Giovanni, and Chianti. Oh, that's weird. He said. <laughs> He said he didn't want the siblings to be separated. The new father of five said he knows firsthand how it feels to be removed from a biological home and separated from siblings. When he was 12, Carter went into foster care in Hamilton County, Ohio, and he didn't <clears throat> and didn't see some of his younger siblings for years. He later was granted custody of his younger sister and guardianship of his younger brother once he was emancipated. Then and, then and now, Carter wanted to make sure families stuck together. When permanent custody was awarded to JFS, the five siblings were already placed in three different foster homes. Oh, my God. Adoption worker Stacy Barton said Mr. Carter was the only foster parent willing and able to adopt all of the children. His childhood background has made him aware of the importance of keeping siblings together. He says that he enjoys being their father and that parenting them is easier than he would have ever imagined. His life is busy with a lot of love, laughter, and loudness. I've enjoyed working with him and witnessing the children's bond as siblings. Aww. Carter was fostering the three <clears throat> boys when when he and the girls' foster moms came together so the kids could see each other for the first time in six months. I, <clears throat> I understand how they feel, Carter said. I understand what they went through. So it really touched me. I was already thinking about adopting all of the kids, but when I saw them crying, I was like, okay, I'm going to take all five of them. I'm going to keep them together. Carter said he feels that taking care of his siblings and being involved in mentoring and volunteering at South Avondale Elementary let him adopt. <coughs> Making memories to replace a lot of the bad memories, Carter said. Every night I talk to them and let them know I'm your dad forever. Aww. I know that it's like that. Like, I know what it's like and I'm always here for you. Like Mariana, she's warmed up so much since she's, since the beginning. At first, they, she didn't like me. We walked in a she walked in my room last night and said, I just want to say thank you for taking us in and taking care of us when our real mom couldn't. I just, it just really touched me. So just making memories, letting them know I'm here and they never have to go anywhere again. I'm here for them no matter what. Hamilton County experienced a record year in numbers for adoption in 2019 with 259 children adopted. That's oh, a 25% wow. increase of from 2018. Oh, <laughs> so that is my feel good story, and he's a flipping hero. Oh, he's like an angel, and you it know, just in Ohio. sent down from heaven. <laughs> he is. Oh my gosh! I know. I'm man. like, I'm like choking up. I'm like, that's. I know because I can't even imagine. But girl, you know what? <laughs> Christmas movies are coming up soon. I love me some Christmas movies. Hallmark. I'll sit and watch them with Jay all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Hallmark Christmas movies. What does that have to do with the guy? I'm confused. Huh? It's a feel-good story, like Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, God. Okay. Because I was like, what did I miss? And I they're kind of dressed like Hallmark Christmas movie kids. Because they kind of do. They're, like, so cute. And they're mm -hmm. all dressed so nice. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I could foster. I, I tell Papa that all the time. I'm like, you want to foster a kid? He's like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I think we should foster. And he's like, I think you're crazy. I, know. I was like, you won't let me have a foster baby. You won't let me have a dog. He was like, two totally different things, babe. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not really that different. I just need something to love. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, maybe you'll be a grandmom one day. Oh, God. You never know. Oh, my God. Yes. So, my daughter is a fucking moron. I, I love you, Katie. So, she gets me all worked up for like 45 minutes last weekend, sending me these pictures of what I thought were pregnancy, po positive pregnancy tests, just to find out that they were ovulation tests. She got the wrong box. God help that child. Oh, my God. No, she didn't. She got ovulation predictor kits instead of a yes, pregnancy test. Yes, I sent test. you the picture. And that's I know, but I, know. <clears throat> I didn't know that she made a mistake. I thought she was just trying to track in case when they become no. ready. No, <clears throat> she she got ovulating ovulator tests instead of fucking pregnancy, pregnancy tests. tests. And <laughs> I was like, bitch, that's why you think you're pregnant. I was like, you need to go and spend the money and get those ones that say pregnant and not pregnant. Because this... <laughs> 
giving me a heart attack thinking I'm going to be a fucking grandma shit is bullshit. Oh my god. You were getting ready too, weren't I you? Was. you I was. Like, I was real hype too. I know you were like, jingle bells, I'm going to be a grandma. I love Christmas this year. I was like, <laughs> my name is going to be Mamie. That's, Are you going to be Mamie? I'm going to be a Mamie. Oh, you decided. Yes, because when my nieces and nephews were little, they couldn't say Jamie. Oh. And they would call me Aunt Mamie. Oh. And I'm like, Mamie's a fine word. Like, yeah. Mamie can be for my mom. Yeah. So, I'm going to be a Mamie. Oh, my. Well, are they trying? Uh, or I, she's I, just like, eh, if it happens, it happens. I think if I mean, it they happens, are it happens. They're married. They got a house. He's, you know, got He's a government well. job now. Fucking knock yourself up if you want to, baby girl. I'm fine. I know, because at this point, it's like, what else can you say that they should be doing to be ready? Right. You know what I mean? Like, they have everything planned and they're doing well. I think the only thing that's really funny, though, is that she picked the wrong one and, <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, I'm pregnant, but they were ovulation. <laughs> yep, ovulation tests. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh my God. I've been like, come on, biatch. Oh my God. Well, I have this one weird one. Okay. And I was like, what the shit? So, <laughs> according to the New York Post on October 28th, uh, Yaron Steinbuck did this. A, Philippine, a Philippines police chief killed by rooster while breaking up a cockfight. <laughs> and, you know, and you think about it and you're like, how in the shit? And then you realize they, like, put blades on their little feet and everything. So, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I heard of something like this before. So, I'm like, what the shit? So it says, a police chief in the Philippines was killed by a rooster in a freak accident during a raid to break up an illegal cockfight when the fighting bird's blade cut open an artery in his leg, official said Wednesday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of this before, though. I've like, heard There was it. another thing where yeah. another one, but they got him in the neck. Yeah. Somehow, I'm like, how the fuck did yeah, somebody we, beat I read, you in the neck? I read that one, like, at the, the, the yeah. like, early episodes. Yeah, so I was going to say, I'm like, I could have sworn we did it. Well, here's another one. And I'm like, who knew? I'm like, you know, cockfights cock kill two people a year. Um, let me see. So anyway, so it says Lieutenant Christian Balak, chief of the San Jose police force, bled to death Monday in Matagang village after the razor sharp blade called a gaff. I never knew that. Sliced his femoral artery. Northern Samar provincial governor Edwin Ong Chuan said. Wait, how long does it take to somebody to bleed out if they cut your femoral artery? Like he couldn't, I guess he was in the middle of a cockfight. It was called the cops to save the cop while they're in the middle of a cockfight. I guess. I don't know. I'm like, your femoral artery is your biggest artery, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure about that, but it's pretty big. Something, as long as your blood's like, you know, your heart's pumping, it's just going to shoot right out. Yeah. I know. So, and he said he was trying to confiscate the roosters, but the problem was the rooster's blade may have been laced with poison. Oh, my <gasps> God. Shut up. Jesus. Why is this what poison? I discovery? Oh, my God. Police tried to slow the blood loss by tying the cloth tight, tightly around his leg, he added, but they may have applied it in the wrong spot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Three farmers. <laughs> fucking cry me. Sorry, I know it's not funny. It's not funny, but it's like, come on, Jesus. It's like a comedy of errors. They're breaking up a cockfight. He gets killed by a fucking rooster. They come in and try to, like, give it. And, and they the put blade, it in the wrong spot. It's like they put it on the left leg instead of the, the right one. And the blade was dipped in poison. I know. All right, so it said three farmers who had been taking part in a legal fight were arrested. Three others were being sought. Authorities seized seven roosters, a pair of gaffs, and 550 pesos, about $10 in cash. Jesus Christ. A man died for $10 in $10, cash. $10, I know. Police have been cracking down on illegal cockfights as the gatherings have been blamed for helping spread the coronavirus in the central province. Uh, local government praised Bollock's work in enforcing safeguards to fight coronavirus infections. We grieve with our provincial police and the loss, blah, blah, blah. I have a heavy heart as we have lost a brother who sacrificed his own life in the name of service. I just can't even imagine this. Cockfights, known as tupada, are popular gambling activities in many parts of the Philippines. Some are licensed, but they have licensed cockfights, but many are... <laughs> I'm learning something new every day. <laughs> but many are illegal, though all such f events are now banned as part of efforts to fight coronavirus. Oh, okay, so let's not do... Conf like, we won't give you, like, you know, oh a permit to do a cockfight. So, because of Corona, imagine his generations to follow, and he's like, "I want to be a cop, like great grandkids, and I want to be a cop like my my brave grandfather who died in the line of duty." Oh my God, was he in a shootout? No, a rooster killed him. Oh, it was packing. <laughs> a poison packing. A poison filled blade. I know, but then I'm just thinking, like the poor guy gets a rooster with a poison blade, and then they just put the tourniquet on the wrong fucking right. area of the leg. The poor guy bleeds out, and then it was all for ten fucking dollars. Pesos. 
Yeah, ten ten dollars. The equivalent of American dollars was ten dollars. Five hundred fifty bases, equivalent of ten dollars. This is just a comedy of errors at this point. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you. That's what I was thinking. All right. So the other night, <laughs> I was like, "How funny would it be to do like little videos?" So, and this is like completely off topic, by the way. But so Bruce was sitting in one of the chairs at the dining room table, and the way he was sitting, I could just kind of come over and just sit on his lap in front of him and just hug him. And I'm like, how funny would it be if it was like the kids were like sitting on the couch over here and you weren't paying attention. And it's like when your parents still have an active sex life and you like sit on there and you like start kissing and stuff. And the kids are like, oh, my God. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Or something. wouldn't it be funny where they're like, oh, my God, my parents are like really just making out. And I, I don't know. My, my father used to like grab my mom's ass in front of us and everything. It was disgusting. Yeah. It was absolutely gross. Well, I was thinking, could you imagine, like, if I'm doing dishes and Bruce comes up and he grabs my butt and he starts kissing me on my, like, my neck or something. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get you upstairs later. And then Christopher kind of comes around the table and is like, oh, never mind, turns right back around and leaves. But it's all a video. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just how embarrassed the kids would be. Ugh. That would be kind of funny, wouldn't it? I mean, you and Bruce could do that for a, a, one of those YouTube channels. So I'm saying, I think it'd just be a funny video. TikToks. I'm like, we haven't seen any like that yet. And, like, just have the kids be completely disgusted because it would be really gross, by the way. Speaking of really gross, mm-hmm. I got a kid that found a Nazi plane. It's not gross, but Nazis were gross, so we're going with that. What is uh, it? Um, so this kid, who was working on his World War II homework, find a, finds a Nazi plane with, a pl- with the pilot skeleton still inside. Oh, my God. So here's the story. Be prepared to have your sixth grade baking soda volcano project blown out of the water. <laughs> because this kid from Denmark has potentially secured the most awesome school project of all time. Okay. Daniel Rom Christensen, a 14-year-old from Berkelsey in North Denmark. Berkelsey. Okay. Was given homework about World War II and ended up discovering a German fighter plane with the pilot skeleton still inside the cockpit. BBC Whoa, News reports. where did he find it? Daniel's grandfather once told him about a German Luftwaffe plane that crashed near the family farm sometime in November of Dece- or December in 1944. Although they kind of brushed it off as one of Grandpa's tall tales from the war, Daniel and his father scoured the nearby land with a metal detector on the off chance. He said, on the off chance, I hope we might find some old plates or something for Daniel to show in school. His father, Klaus Christensen, he sounds like a children's writer, um, eventually, they hit something. At first glance, um, showed some innocent-looking scraps, but it quickly became apparent that there was something bigger lying even deeper within the boggy land. After hours of digging using farm equipment, they eventually revealed an ME-109 Mercerschmitt Luftware fighter plane. Papers, books, a wallet, three unused condoms, and the bones of a crew member. <laughs> it was maybe a 2,000 to 5,000 pieces of plane that we found. And wow. we found a motor. Then suddenly we found parts of bones and parts from the pilot's clothes. His father told BBC News, and when we found some personal things, like books and wallets with money, either it was a, either it was a little Bible or a, it was a Mein Kampf, a book in his pocket. Okay. We didn't touch it. We just put it. We just put it in some bags. The museum is now taking care of it. I think there's a lot of information in those papers. The remains and scraps have now made their way to the Historical Museum of Northern Jutland, where they will study the findings and hope to confirm the pilot's identity. Oh, that's closure for somebody's Nazi family. Historians, <laughs> somebody's Nazi family. historians at the museum currently suspect the plane came from the training base for German pilots in the nearby Danish city of Aleborg. As for Daniel... If this guy doesn't get an A, well, we will we will angrily head over to Denmark, Denmark ourselves. So his grandfather was rambling on about it, and then they just said, whatever, grandfather's crazy. And here it is. And here years, it is. Years, years later. Hey, Pop-up's nuts. <laughs> uh, jokes on you. Pop-up's looking down on you like, I told you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Goddamn, listens to me. Oh, my God. So, I, too, have a weird one. Okay. That was kind of neat, though, because what are the odds? All right, well, you know what? Let's just go look. Oh, look, there it is. Is that the whole plane? With a skeleton in it. Yeah. That, that's kind of, that's kind of crazy. I'm just saying. It's kind of neat, though. I, I wonder, if, did they post pictures? Um, yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it's, a, it's a black and white, old-timey photo. That's what the plane looked like. 
I mean, so how do they know? I mean, they didn't post any pictures of what they found? No. In this day and age, no pictures. Come on. If there's no pictures, it didn't happen. That's a, well, I'm just saying in this day and age, like, I mean, literally we put, like, if our poop's a different color, we put it online these days. So it's like, and you find a Nazi warplane all fucked up and with the skeleton still in it, and there ain't a fucking picture to behold anywhere. Come on. Any old who. So according to the New York Post, <laughs> I seem to like those a lot. October 28th, um, they posted Jacksville, Jacks, or Nashville family found living in an apartment with mother's decomposing body. I'm mm. like, come on, man. A Tennessee family was found living with the decomposed body of their mother, who may have been dead for two years, authorities oh said. Yes. How? How? LaRonda Jolly's significantly, significantly decayed remains were found in a bed with clothes piled on top of her in a natural apartment, where she had lived with her four adult children. They're fucking adults. Yes. The children are intellectually disabled. Oh. oh, there we go. And have been living there since her death, the outlet reported. One of her children said Jolly had been in the same position on the bed since 2018. No cause of death has been determined, but an autopsy has been ordered in the investigation. The Nashville Inner City Ministry is working to find housing for her children. Oh. Oh, my God. I mean, so like, they how didn't did nobody, know any better. They didn't know any better, but, like, how they smell? Yeah, like, how are they getting by? Did they already have services, maybe? Like, meals maybe. on wheels, things like that. But it's like, that body stunk. Yeah. And that body didn't stunk that, a little. And they're in an apartment. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, and at some point in time, where she is, her body would have started seeping through that mattress. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, oh my god, there used to be that guy that I followed on Instagram. I forget what his name was, but he would go and take pictures of, like, death scenes and stuff. Like, what the body was already removed, but what it looked like once they were gone. And now I feel like I'm a professional at this. So well, I can you tell know. you because I used to watch all those pictures. Right. I think. For sure that there I think was that, that I can solve murders because I am. You watch like, ID? Discovery. Watch, watch a lot of ID. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just thinking, I'm like, God, that smelled so bad. Like how. Okay, so it fascinates me when people are pregnant and don't know they're pregnant. And it fascinates me when people like this are found much later in an apartment where they're around other people and nobody knew, like, what's that smell? Right. I got one like that too. You got a what's that smell? Yep. Oh, shit. Look at that. Look mother, at us segwaying like a motherfucker. Mother and her blind son found dead in an apartment with 10 chocolate cakes. Oh. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, what do you mean let's, 10 chocolate cakes? Let's read and find out. <laughs> okay. A mother and her bl- blind son were found dead in their apartment with 10 chocolate cakes and 10 cartons of milk. An inquest heard that the mystery over the deaths of June Corfield, 84, and her son, Stephen, 60, May it never may never be solved. It was January. Picture it. <laughs> oh my god! It was January without with the elderly mother and her son were found half dressed, surrounded by radios and clocks at their Spartan apartment. What? what? The two were found by a housing authority boss after entering the flat in Berkshire. Police believe that the t- at the time they could have been investigating a murder suicide. However, foul play was later ruled out. Describing the discovery, Detective Sergeant Liam Butler said. To the inquest that there was there was a note which read, put memo at the top of the stairs and do not come in. Oh. He also said that the, every electrical item in the bedroom, in the two-bedroom apartment was either disconnected or switched off. One bedroom had three TVs, a fridge, while the other room had a double bed without cupboards. What's that? Without like cupboards? Room? Without cupboards. I don't understand what that's supposed to be. There was a boiler. Like I guess. There was a boiler that was not functioning. And it was believed that there was no heating in the flat. Officers also found 10 chocolate cakes and 10 cartons of long-life milk. All the electrical items were unplugged and the main electric fuse box was turned off into the off position. The light fittings did not have light bulbs in them. What? what? <laughs> Detective Sergeant Butler said, There was not anything in the address that would would all recognize as items. There was not anything in the address... That would we would recognize as items we would use in our day-to-day living, such as working TVs, internet connection, phones. It seemed very sparse. As you entered the lounge where you had the two sofas, officer found a female sat in one of the chairs, slouched backwards. To her right, they saw a male, again, slouched back in the chair with his head tilted forward about, <clears throat> but to his left-hand side. He's very graphic. Mm-hmm. Both plainly had been dead for some time. On Thursday, an inquest heard that Reader's Coroner's Court... That the mystery over the deaths may never be known. According to reports, the mother may have died first, and her blind son was just unable to fend for himself. I mean, he was blind. He wasn't dumb. Yeah. 
Stephen was also found to have money in his trousers. Dr. Robert Chapman carried out postmortem and have and have the cause of death for the elderly mother as a coronary heart disease and pneumonia. Oh, shit. And she was eating all that cake? On oh, the death God. of the son, Alan Blake, the assistant coroner Berkshire, said there is no ins- insufficient evidence to determine on the balance of probabilities whether this was an entirely natural death or whether there was an element of unnatural about his death. Yeah. I cannot be... As- <clears throat> it cannot be established whether neglect or self-neglect caused or contributed to the death. And according and accordingly, I am required to reach an open conclusion in the relation to Stephen Corfield. What are your huh. thoughts on this? Let us know. Why were there all the cakes? Like, what's with all the chocolate cakes, all the milk? And then if the mom died, I wonder if the son, like, wonder if they, like, poisoned each other. With ten chocolate cakes? <gasps> maybe or they just were, in general. That's maybe why they were diabetics. Died. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, don't you think they would have found that? I don't know. That's a I good just, one, though. If you think I about it, I just thought it was weird. Why was there ten cakes? And why were there ten gallons of milk? Like, were they getting ready to have a party? Fuck no. Was it somebody's birthday? No, these people were like there super was a, dupes. Right? Like, there was alone. no like everything was unplugged. Yeah, I feel like the mother died, and he turned everything off and turned the heat off. And froze himself to death. Yeah, but they didn't say that he he was frozen. Yeah, but it said that all the electric was off and the circuit breaker was in the off position and there was no yeah. heating in the flat. Yeah. I don't know, because I don't think they would get so cold, like, inside the, you know, inside. It depends if it was a basement cold. flat. I don't know. I don't know. That is really odd. Like, I mean, that's super odd. Like, one couldn't live without the other and they just seem like very it, odd it, little birds. I'm telling you, it's an enigma wrapped in a conundrum. No, is that what it is? Wrapped in a vest. <laughs> in a vest? Yeah, haven't you ever seen that that episode no. of uh, The Simpsons where Lisa has a little crush on Nelson and she's like, I don't know why, it's an enigma wrapped in a conundrum, wrapped in a, in a vest. Is he wears a vest? Yeah, no, I don't watch The Simpsons. Oh, oh well, okay. I was forced to watch it every day for 15 fucking years, so. It's still fucking on, too. Uh-huh. It's still on. Uh-huh. It's like 27 seasons or some shit. I know, and they're all still the same age. Uh-huh. Like, it's very funny. Oh, speaking of something that was really old and is coming back. OMG! <gasps> we have, according to etonline.com, Saved by the Bell trailer is out. You look. The reboot brings original stars and new Bayside students together. You told me this as I sat here today. For the first time. And my heart leapt with anticipation. <laughs> Which is retarded because it wasn't even that great of a show. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> that was the worst episode ever of Saved by the Bell. You know what? That still makes me cry if I see it. And then she went on to be a, like, a dirty hoe in Showgirls. And then you know what? I like Showgirls. Never had a career again. I don't like Showgirls though. I mean, whatever floats your... I mean, I, I didn't think it was a masterpiece. It wasn't going to, like, win awards, but it was It was better than Magic Mike. Oh, because, can I tell you what? We watched Magic Mike. Everybody was like, we're going to watch this movie. We're going to watch this movie. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? What is this about? Like, I found myself desperately searching for the fucking plot of it all. Magic Mike 2 was better than Magic Mike 1. Magic Mike 1 was just retarded. It was just a bunch of half-naked guys dancing around, which I realized which is what it was supposed to be. But in no way, shape, or form did I understand where they had had anything to do with Channing Tatum making furniture. You know what? It's really funny because Bruce does this look to me where he, like, licks his lips and he tilts his head to the side. and he. But it's, like, all very, like, LL Cool J-ish. I mean, I know he's white and he can't be LL Cool J. And LL Cool J is amazing and he's always by him. You know, he is what he is. But he does right. this look. You know how LL Cool like J Paco, gives you this, like, Paco, little ornery look? Oh, I know the LL look. It's like an ornery look and he does that real quick, like, with his lips. And then he, like, t- he does, you know, he, he just, they that. look ornery. Yeah, Bruce does that. And I was like, and sometimes I call it his magic mic moment. Because, like, he's trying to, like, you know, hey, girl. You know. Like, he does that. <laughs> he doesn't say that to me, but that's kind of what he does. And it's so funny. And I'll say, don't you L cool J me or whatever. Or sometimes I'll be like, don't you magic Mike me. I think you should definitely stick with magic Mike because Paco is black. And when he does that, he does not remind me of L cool J. No, no. I'm like, mm. it's the lick in the lips thing. And yeah, that, that but- thing when he was in there and he would be like, you know, he talks and he's like, hey girl, and he licks his lips and he does that right. like, thing. And that's what Bruce does. And he doesn't Paco- even like, how do I do it? Pago couldn't be like, when I'm alone in my room, I sit and stare at the wall. And I would still not 
feel like that's LL right there in front of me. I know because I know what LL looks like and I know what Paco looks like. I mean, I, I don't love think Paco. They look alike. He's so it's handsome. A similar thing. So handsome, but he's not LL. I know. Well, it says a trailer. Now back to this, <laughs> and we're back. End <laughs> scene. And we're back. Okay, a trailer for Saved by the Bell reboot is finally here. After several teases and photos, fans are getting a more in-depth look than what to expect from Peacock's reimagining of the '90s series ahead of the show's November twenty-fifth premiere. Because we're Saved by the Bell. I know. In the trailer that debuted on Tuesday, familiar faces abound with Mark Paul Gosselaire. Still blonde-haired Zach Morris at the center of the story as the governor of California. Oh, shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Zach no. Morrison. Zach Morrison is not, is 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 A.C. Slater, Tiffany, is Tiffany Amber Thesis back in it, too? Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah, well, let me read. Woman says, Zach Morris at the center, blah, 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 and he's the governor of California who sends students from closed, underfunded schools to Bayside High, forcing the students there, one of whom is his son, to face reality. Why is everybody so rich? One of the new kids questions. Walking into school for the first time while a returning Bayside student brags about brags about having DJ Khalid's baby making. What is it about having DJ Khalid's baby making her a playlist? DJ Khalid's baby. DJ Khaled. Oh, Khaled. DJ Khaled has the son, and he's like he produced the music album before he was even like two or something it's dj dj is obsessed with this son he's like dj Khaled and another one it's the most uh oh okay so that's what that is it's Khaled, not kelly okay Khaled. dj Khaled. i don't know how he got famous by just saying dj Khaled and another one i don't fucking know well it says elizabeth berkeley i know i'm like i'm so out of touch with all that shit i'm like such a freaking i'm at, at this point i'm almost like this i don't know middle Middle-aged, middle-class housewife. That's what I feel like anymore. Very out of touch with all of reality. But I love my kids. All right. Elizabeth Berkeley and Mario Lopez make appearances in the trailer as well, with the pair reprising their roles as Jesse Spano and A.C. Slater, respectively. So Bayside is where I finally felt like I belong, Lopez's A.C. tells a new student. This place is magic. In addition to returning characters, John Michael Higgins, Belmont Camilli, Dexter Darden, Mitchell Hoog, Alicia Pasquale Pena... Josie Choda and Haskiri Velasquez will join join the cast. So it's I'm trying to see if they say anything about who's doing what. I'm sorry, excuse me. Do you hear your dog at me right now? She's so needy. She's like, help me, Jamie. I need your love. I need your love. So apparently, it is. It says "See by the Bell" will premiere Wednesday, November twenty fifth. So on the Peacock, apparently. Oh, the Peacock. I guess is that what NBC is now? They're just the Peacock. No, Peacock is the new streaming service. Shut the hell up! I can't do another streaming, so, streaming I think it's, service. I think it's it's free if for Comcast people. I think I don't know. I don't have Comcast, but there's so many streaming services now. Like it's just getting to the point. Like why do we even need cable anymore? There's like thirty thousand streaming services. What do you want, woman? No. What? Oh, oh my goodness. goodness! Yeah. So I'm actually kind of so much to say right now. She just is, like, constantly, like, she's so needy these days. It's, like, the older she gets, the more she, like, rambles about. I don't know. And you know what else I have on here? What? Now how we do our thing where we do our saved items? Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it earlier. I have blueberry cream cheese bites. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, okay, I'll come back to you, World News Daily Report. I have top-winning ba- southern baked um, macaroni and cheese. Oh, Okay. And oh my goodness, what do you want? Easy seven, easy lemon seven up cake. Oh, yeah, you talked about that last time. You have that one. And diabetes in a pan, y'all, where they use the the Krispy Kreme donuts for the beach cobbler. Yeah, Lainey, what is your freaking problem? What is your problem? You gotta go outside. Oh, she's got a poop. All right, hold on. Gosh dang it, she's about to poop her pants. Hold on. And we're back. Sorry. I had to let my dog out so she could relieve her business. Because apparently today's a big day for pooping for her because she's been out three times already. Anyway, so, Jamie, we need a World News Daily Report to take us home. I feel like when we say World News Daily Report, there should be some music. You know what? We need to find some. Breaking news. All right. Mm -hmm. So, I'll give you a couple and you tell me which one. (laughs) All right. Babysitter accused of theft after binge eating 75 pounds of an employer's food in less than three hours. Oh, come on. 
Texas U.S. Border Patrol agents uncover illegal 300-mile-long subway tunnel under the U.S. <laughs> Missouri Park Rangers discover remains of two hunters inside a 1,200-pound boar. Oh, God. No, I don't even like... These are all boring. Um, thousands of mosquitoes inoculated with Viagra escape high-security laboratory. What is it? Horny mosquitoes. That What's sounds that like a That's winner. the one. We want that one. All right. Wuhan. We're ready. Wuhan, which means Wuhan, China. Oh, Lord. Thousands of mosquitoes inoculated with Viagra escape from high-security laboratory. Thousands of genetically modified mosquitoes inoculated with Viagra have potentially escaped from a high-security laboratory in Wuhan, China. Why the hell would they be inoculated? The Wuhan Institute of (laughs) Virology Mm -hmm. announced the security breach yesterday, claiming that the genetically modified mosquitoes were harmless to the population. Mm -hmm. Dr. Wenzi Ying Ying Jing, (laughs) head researcher at the Institute, warned that the most disturbing side effects of a bite from one of the escaped mosquitoes would be a psychological phenomenon in which the penis becomes firm, engorged, and enlarged. Mm-hmm. So you get a boner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they have, um, what, mosquitoes running around right. with little mosquito boners. The effects of one mosquito bite can last up to 48 hours, and symptoms include increase in libido, sexual arousal, a possibility... A very, very large erection, Dr. Wenzi Ying Ying Jing told the press during the... (laughs) That's what it says, Ying Ying Jing, told the press during a press conference. One 87-year-old Wuhan resident who was hospitalized this week is believed to have been bitten by one of the genetically modified mosquitoes. (laughs) I have never watched so much pornography in my entire life, the 87-year-old man told the press after sustaining an erection that lasted for 72 hours. (laughs) Another patient was also admitted at the Wuhan hospital, but thrown out by security agents after walking around the hospital naked and masturbating openly in public. Ew! The young man man felt uncomfortable, oh, felt an uncontrollable sexual urge towards men, women, animals, even plants, and showed symptoms which could could be attributed to the particular mosquito, one doctor explains. Other other experts have expressed fear that Wuhan highly highly security... Laboratory, where testing on a number of different viruses such as rabies, HIV, and the coronavirus occurs daily, could have spread among these escaped genetically modified mosquitoes and create a super virus. Oh, Lord, a super virus. A super virus. So, basically, if you get bit by one of these mosquitoes, you're going to get real horny. (laughs) Can you imagine? I love how they said it's out of Wuhan, too, by the way. It's always out of Wuhan. I mean, like, you know, Wuhan has not heard enough. Lately, I mean... Right, and and then here's this poor guy masturbating and wanting to hump plants. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Actually, it's only 48. We have a little more time. Okay. Believe it or not. Oh, this is kind of a neat one. All right, so apparently we... I don't know if you've ever talked about them before, but they're called water bears, and they're microscopic animals that can survive for years without food or water, and now they're on the moon. This is exciting. This is this how we, is this is how you get aliens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew him, right. Well, according to Wired.com, it says tardigrades on the moon. The bare sheet lunar landed, lander carried thousands of books, DNA samples, and a few thousand water bears to the moon. But did any of it survive the crash? I'm like, first of all, why are these motherfuckers sending all this shit up there? First of all, well, it, in case the aliens want to read Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> I guess so. It was just before midnight on April 11th, and everyone at the Israel Aerospace Industries Missing Control Center in Yehud, Israel, had their eyes fixed on two large projection projector screens. On the left screen was a stream of data being sent back to Earth by Bereshit. Can you hear her banging on the door? Because now she wants to come in. I got her. Oh, my God. Keep reading. Okay. It's Lunar Lander, which was about to become the first private spacecraft to land on the moon. The right screen featured a crude animation of Bereshit firing its engines as it prepared for a soft landing in the Sea of Serenity. But only seconds before the scheduled landing, the numbers on the left screen stopped. Mission Control had lost contact with the spacecraft, and it crashed into the moon shortly thereafter. Half a world away, Nova Spivak watched a live stream of Bereshit's Mission Control from a conference room in Los Angeles. As the founder of the Arch Mission Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to create a backup of planet Earth, Spivak had a lot at stake in the Bereshit mission. The spacecraft was carrying the Foundation's first lunar library. Oh, wow. A DVD-sized archive containing 30 million pages of information, human DNA samples, and thousands of tardigrades. Those microscopic water bears that can, serve, can survive pretty much any environment, including space. 
But when the Israelis confirmed Beresheet had been destroyed, Spivak was faced with a distressing question. Did he just smear the toughest animal in the known universe across the surface of the moon? In the weeks following the Beresheet crash, Spivak pulled together the Arch Mission Foundation's advisors in an attempt to determine whether the Lunar Library had survived the crash. Based on their analysis of the spacecraft's trajectory and the composition of the Lunar Library, Spivak says he is quite confident that the library, a roughly DVD-sized object made of thin sheets of nickel, survived the crash mostly or entirely intact. In fact, the decision to include DNA samples and tardigrades in the Lunar Library may have been key to its survival. I'm like, this is just wild. For the first 24 hours, we were just in shock, Spivak said. We are sort of expected that it would be successful. We knew there were risks, but we didn't think the risks were that significant. Well, I feel like they're going to breed with something up there, and it's going to be good ugly. That's well, how we get aliens. And I feel like if I was an alien, I would be so bad if it was Catcher in the Rye instead of like, <laughs> porn. I know. Oh, my God. I'm well, like, God damn it, give me porn. We're way ahead of you and everything else. I um, know. So I saw this on, Jason, you know how... They have that SpaceX, which is um, Elon Musk's. Yeah. He's planning on colonizing the moon. Or the he's planning on colonizing Mars. Elon Musk is? Yes. And he says, SpaceX declares independence. Firm says they will not recognize Earth laws in the planned colony of Mars. Earth laws. Earth laws. Well, good luck. We saw how well it went in Portland. Right? Can you imagine? <laughs> now you're going to go put us up there on Mars and we're all... De- but you know what? We have to also remember, though... That the first people that are going to go to Mars are going to be scientists and everything else. They're not going to end up crazy. So, I guess that's the only, like, one thing. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like these little things up there might start, um... Breeding and turning into something else. Yeah. And then they're going to read the books, because what else are they going to do up there? (laughs) (laughs) Then they're just going to get super smart. Yeah. And whatever space shit they're breathing up there, how are they not, like, bouncing all around up there? Like, I don't know. I'm like, will they get out? Will because they the moon out? has gravity, but it doesn't have strong gravity. That's why when you you walk on it, you bounce. You bounce. So, are there, like, little potato bugs out there just bouncing all over <laughs> the moon and looks like popcorn? I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, they're, I'm going to need a telescope. There. Well, they're, like, apparently they can live through anything. Like, they actually took them, like, and dehydrated them. Like, put them in a dehydrated state or something for, like, ten years and then, like, revived them and they were alive. Fuck those little things. Those yes, little water like, bears. They can, what are they saying? They could, like, survive, like, nuclear war and everything. Oh. If you guys have any ideas about how to get porn on space for the aliens, let me know. com, Or, I'm sorry, at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Um, we usually answer back pretty fast. Also, you can find us on Twitter and Snapchat and Facebook and everything else and a bunch of platforms that Danielle will tell you about. I, I'm going to try and be better with these things, but it's, it's really hard, okay? I'm going to try, though. People seem to like it better when we're all there together and we do videos. And I know. Like that. But, they like that so much. And but it's well, just so look hard for us right now. We want to be there as much as you want to see them. I know. But we're fucking tired. We're it's fucking crazy. tired. Corona has made the real estate business we will make it. A, we will make a 2021 20, resolution to be more present video-wise yeah. in, in our podcast. I know, we got to figure that out. You know what would be great, though? If somebody can figure out how to make it so that we can both stream at the same time from our own homes. Because there's other people that do it. Like, Mom's So Hard, they do right? it. And the um, Jason Bateman fucking podcast, they're all in three different studios. They're all so rich. Yeah, but I'm saying there has to be a way. F- I know, but they're all still streaming. Yeah. So it's like, how we need to find out how to do that. So is, there a, way, that. is there a way to Zoom us and then Zoom out into the world? Could we record our Zoom? I don't know. I'm like, it would be kind of neat because, yeah, that would be good. Like, if we if could, we like, put that If we have any tech-savvy people out there, please... Help! Help and write help. us in. Help! Okay. On that note, though, help! One more time. Okay, so these are our platforms. You can find us on... Oh, wait. Hold on. We are on New York Daytime Radio. That's right. New York Daytime Radio. You can hear us on the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, the WMLD, every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And if you miss it, that's okay. They're going to replay us on Saturdays at 7 o'clock. And if you miss that, too, we got you, boo. Because we're also going to be on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So check us out. In the meantime, make good choices. Okay, okay bye. bye.